Welcome to Potter Familias, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Todd Sylvester. And I'm Stephen Sylvester. So the other day I was trying to use my like pizza app, Pizza mm-hmm. Store. And I've used it several times, and it's awesome. Okay. I love it, because this particular pizza place, they have a portal. So it's like Star Trek makes the pizza, and it comes, I think, from the future. Okay. We're going to talk about that next podcast, <laughs> but I, it's great. You can just order, click, 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 put your thumb on there, it pays for it with Apple Pay. Wait, you mean a portal like as in a an area where you can go and pick up your pizza? You're not talking about a portal like in the video game, right? It is a an actual device, a warmer. And you can just walk that's in. That's not a portal. That's just like they a call glor- it a portal. No, that's not a portal. That's just a glorified like heating area. It it's is like a, a portal because it's a door. It's the, the little same doors thing. open up. You you go up and you use your QR code or you punch in the code. That doesn't make something a portal. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It's an automatic power door. Okay, wait, wait, wait time gonna, out. Hang on. I'm going to look up the definition of portal. And go right gonna, ahead. No, door. seriously, it that's not a portal. Door. It comes from door. That is not a portal. All it means is a door. That's all portal means. Yeah, so the thing that you're talking about has a door. It's trying to sign me into Microsoft portal. That's not what I want. Anyway, a thing having a door doesn't make it a portal. It's just a warmer. I disagree with you. I think they're just I, calling it that because people think it sounds cool. Like, it does Ooh. sound cool. And you know what's cool about it? Like on a Friday evening when it's super packed and the line is like way out there and you just walk up and you punch in your code and the doors open up. You grab your pizza and like, bye, everyone. So you can skip the line? Yeah, there is no line because you you use the portal. Do you have a death wish? <laughs> no, they're all like, how did you do that? And I say, hey, you just ordered on the app. I helped them all. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so I thought you were going to say that the folks in line are like, hey, where do you live? No, you know? no, that every, everybody's cool about it because you're like, use the app. It's great. And like, cool. Oh, man, I got to get the app. Right That's what I'm saying. I tried to use it the other day, and it said, you must upgrade your software to use our newest app because the app, I guess, upgraded. Okay. Yeah, okay, except I'm maxed out on my upgrades because my phone is so old. What do you mean maxed out? It won't accept any higher of an operating no, system. No, that's not a, Is that a thing for real? You're, you really don't know this. No, I don't. Because you've always gotten new, newer things or something? No, I just thought that even... Like, how old is your phone? Very old. How old? It's an iPhone 6, not even a 6S. Well, I mean, my wife has a 6 and hers still updates. Mm, I think... Apps will update, but the operating system, and for whatever reason, this particular that could be place. right actually. And we really do need to upgrade our phones. We I I upgraded mine because I dropped mine and it broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no recovering it. I took it to a place that fixes phones, and they were like, "I'm very sorry, but there's nothing we can do." Right. Like very like <laughs> dramatic about it. But I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And I had to spend a bunch of money on a new phone. But so I have an eight, and I'm very happy with it. And um, my wife still has her... Oh, maybe she does have a 6S. She doesn't have a 6. That's very different. Yeah. Wait, it's not that different. It's hugely different. You know what it has? What? It, it has where the speak to text on the voicemail, the visual voicemail. Yeah. That started with the 6S. Oh. Well, and she's really happy with her phone too. We just... I'd be happy with that. We want to upgrade because we take lots of pictures of our kids and the new phones have better cameras. And the newest iPhone coming out is the 12. Well, we never, ever get the newest one, ever. Oh, you should, because it's the newest one. 
So it must be why? the best. No, that's crazy. It has to be the best. It's so it's expensive. And it it's buggy when you first get it. Like that's just not a good idea to get the newest it's a one. Super idea because then you can walk around and go, Hey, I have the twelve. How are you doing? See, I don't really care about that as a status symbol. Like I really don't. I just want a phone that works. I want a phone that works well, not just works. Yeah, that's mine fair. mostly works, but it doesn't always work well. That's, yeah, well, you need to upgrade. Yeah, there you go. Want to punch it up? Yes. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. It's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several times I've had to fill out this this dumb thing where it says, now list your five greatest strengths and your five greatest weaknesses. I hate doing that. I hate the self-observation. I I mean, I'm sure there's some psychologists out there that are like, well, Todd, you know, this is really healthy. It'd be really good for you (laughs) and all these things. But I hate it. I I hate like looking inside and trying to figure it out or especially because they even recommended in this one class because we were doing small groups and they said, let's all help one another. And I'm like, I don't want any help. I don't want anyone telling me what my weaknesses Defeating are. The whole I will, purpose. I will pound them. Like, yeah. like what's the whole point? Because sometimes uh, they're like, "Well, maybe, maybe someone needs to shed some light on who you are mm-hmm. and and all this kind of stuff." And and I'm like, you know what? I I get it. I get that it is really important for us to understand who we are. Self knowledge is really important. And then also the next step would be. And it sounds like a weird term, but it's being self-possessed, yeah. meaning that you have control over yourself because our passions sometimes can get the best of us. Mm-hmm. And that makes perfect sense to me. So looking at this, people have asked me sometimes, well, Todd, what are your what are your greatest strengths? And it's important also to do this because many times in a job interview, they'll ask you this kind of stuff. Yeah, although the answers that they're looking for there are probably completely different from what people meant when they asked you that. Correct, correct. All right, so if people ask us, what are your greatest strengths and weaknesses? Where do you want to start? Um, let's do weaknesses first so we can get that out of the way. Yeah, but the problem is with the weaknesses is that they play off of the strengths. My right? weaknesses are all strengths, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> yeah. Guys. All right, whatever, you go first. Okay, so I uh I know this about myself. I'm aware and it's something that this I isn't know this about myself. Oh my gosh. I'm comfortable with yeah. this. Reality. It makes me who I am. No, it's something that I'm actually working on that I'm actively trying to change because I know that this is a tendency that I have. I tend to be extremely blunt and uncharitable when I am speaking. Whoa. And not all the time, it's just, sometimes it's for the sake of humor, like we've talked about negative humor before, but a lot of times it's because my my logic philosophy brain just jumps straight to the thing that logically makes sense, but that you really shouldn't say out loud. Right, right, And I right. tend to just blurt it out and be like, oh no, what have I done, <laughs> you know? Instead of having the the ability that, as a mature adult to be like, you know, that does kind of make sense. That's the thought that I'm having right now, but I'm not going to speak it. 
I am going to so filter this. Somewhere in my brain, that uh, that ability just is, is gone. And oh. so I've had to really work on not saying things because I, I do it all the time. I mean, it's and I don't do it as much now as I used to. Right. I used to put my foot in my mouth all the time because generally speaking, like if you ask people, they wouldn't say that I'm a mean person, but they will definitely say that I'm a blunt person, right? I speak my mind. Okay. And that's sometimes a good thing, but most of the time in my experience, especially in like particular circumstances that call more for charity and mercy, you don't want me doing the speaking. Gotcha. <laughs> you know? okay. So I'm working on it, but that is definitely a weakness that I have. I've recognized it and I'm trying to get better. That makes sense. That makes sense. I uh, very much struggle with pride. Because the majority of the time, I think I'm right. Yeah. And I feel like I can back it up. You, you know, when people are like, well, should we do this or this? And I'll say, definitely this. Mm. And if they go, well, no, we've decided to go in a different direction. And I'm like, well, then you're all wrong. You stand your ground. It, well, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where I don't mind even necessarily if someone can come forward and go, well, no, Todd, this is, this is the reason why we should do this the other way. Uh, aside from what you think, but it's going to be hard to get me there because yeah. I'll, I'll be like, well, listen, you know, this is why I, th- I think that. And it's a struggle. It mm-hmm. really is a struggle because <laughs> there'll be times when it's really smart people who are, are like, no, Todd, we're, we're going to go this way. I'm like, no, well, you're all wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, go right ahead. Because it's just gonna fall in like it's gonna crash around you. There'll be a disaster, baby. Yeah, is it? It's a good thing that you can recognize that you are headed That's, for the train wreck. That is good. It's good. Good job. A plus. A plus. Great job. Because <laughs> even though I'm recognizing it most of the time when I'm in the middle of it, it's still really hard. Yeah. You know what's funny is because we've talked about a little bit on the podcast before that I am sober and I have been for a while. One of the experiences that I had with uh, having that massive change, that radical change happen in my life was that I had to very quickly get very comfortable with being wrong because mm. I was going to be wrong a lot and consistently what do you mean? for a long time. Well, the the whole experience of recognizing that you have a problem of any kind, but especially something that you have lost control over, right. which is when you say like, okay, I really need help when it comes to things like substance abuse or addiction. Um, what I found was that it was easier for me to just like, because I'm a lot like you. Like I like to be right. I feel like I know when I'm right. And that's gotten me into some trouble because it allowed me to hide things, even from myself, that I really should have dealt with that were problems. Wow. And so yeah, that's yeah. that's true for a lot of people. It's not like that's a profound thing or anything. It's just that's um, something that I had to, I was forced to let go of because I realized like, all right, I can't do this by myself. And if I'm going to have help, then I can't be right about any of this. Like I'm going to be wrong mm-hmm. and in the wrong consistently until I can get a hold of my life and it's funny. It's almost like by relinquishing control of that aspect of my life, I was able to get it back. But I had to be willing to say like, well, you know, I'm really an awful person and uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I'm trying to get better. Like there was no making excuses at that point. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. What about one of your strengths? Um, I am extremely socially charismatic. I would very much agree with that. Yeah. I, uh, my wife will tell you that I'm the most extroverted person that she's ever met. Uh, and there's lots of stories that go along with that. But 
one of the things that I have recognized that I really enjoy, and it's why I've continued to work in ministry, to do youth ministry, is because I love working with people, and not just working with people, like working around people. That would be nice. I would enjoy that. But doing things that go beyond just superficial interactions Mm -hmm. with other people, Mm -hmm. right? And in ministry, in teaching, I've gotten to do that for now a bunch of years, and I'm still very happy doing it. Um, Not just in the interactions with the teenagers that are in my program, but also with their parents, with their grandparents, the other folks in our church who are all actively involved in keeping our ministry alive. Um, I just love it. And I'm able to take that as a, like I recognize that it's a skill. I think about it as a skill, but it's also something that I genuinely enjoy. So it's easy. Like it's easy to go out and use the skill of being able to talk to anyone. And it's not like I am walking around thinking like, all right, I have to have all these things in mind to make people feel good about themselves. It's like, I just like to make people feel good. Right. And in talking to them, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, it's not this weird thing with compliments where you're like, hey, I love your hair. You know, like that's... <laughs> Those shoelaces are tied so well. They're so tight. Wow. Yeah. Great job. Um, that would be creepy and weird. So instead, what ends up happening is because I enjoy the experience of having a positive interaction with people, I try to do everything that I can in every interaction with every person to make the interaction positive, if it's face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that's not true for every situation. Uh, I kind of hate the people that cut me off in traffic until I get a, get a grip and, and can like recognize what's happening and say, they're probably just having a bad day. Like, Just forgive them. It's fine. But in every other interaction where like you're seeing somebody at the store, calling somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, um, seeing somebody from from work and getting to stop and talk to them. I try to make all that stuff positive. And I feel like that is a particular gift that I've been given is being able to make an interaction feel good and genuine and authentic and positive. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, you know, and, and I've, I feel like I've, may have possibly passed that on to you. I would say so. It's yeah. definitely something that I, I enjoy. I, well, I, like, I learned a lot of this stuff from watching you. I, well, because I, I like when people feel good. I like when they feel good about themselves, and and we've I can inject that in their day. It doesn't take much. It really doesn't. It's mm-hmm. amazing how little it takes, and yet people can really be blown away yeah. by even the smallest things. I remember when I was a junior in high school and we were doing some kind of career thing or something and the guy's like, wow, your leadership is off the charts. And, you know, that category. And I said, okay, well, what, is, what does that mean? He's like, oh, you're definitely going to be in whatever, some kind of leadership role. And later on, I, I understood what he was talking about because I really enjoy, you know, some people get all freaked out and anxious about making the decisions for a group. Yeah. I don't at all. Like one time we were in a a large group setting and I felt so uncomfortable because they called the pizza place and then while they're talking to the person on the line, so what's everybody want on the pizza? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I said, hang up, tell them we're going to call right back. That's just mean because there's too many of us and there's going to be too many choices and i don't know do you like thin crust i mean people doing all this so then i kind of scanned and i listened to what everybody said knowing that i'm not going to be able to make everybody happy unless you just get a personal pizza for everybody right 
And then I, I said, give me the phone. I hit redial, called up the place. I said, yeah, we need this, 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 and this, and this. Okay, fantastic. Boom. And they're like, wait, what? What? And I said, well, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll work on the money. You just pull the money together, and, and my buddy and I will go get the pizza. Yeah. And we'll be back. And afterwards, when I came back, one of the moms was like, that was amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, I, That's it great. really wasn't. It was just yeah. pizza. Right. That's all it was. It's just it was making just a pizza. decision. Right. But there, there are those people that they just need to make the decisions. Yeah. And leaders... Yeah, they get shot down a lot because you're the, you're the target. If yeah. you make a bad decision or if it just doesn't go well, then you're the one at the top of the hill, it so you're going to get seat. shot. Right, yeah. right. But I know that, and mm-hmm. I'm still okay with that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me. I know, oh, yeah, that didn't go well. Or, bummer, you know, we, we did that, and that, that really was a, a fail. Yeah. And it's like, all right, but... When the successes happen, I'm also, by the way, not looking for the glory. Right. I don't care. It's like I, I just want stuff to work. I right. want it to work and to work well. Yeah. You're pretty utilitarian when it comes to this stuff from the outside looking in. And so I think that I, is I that, that is a quality of a good leader is you both have to have a thick skin about failure because you're going to fail. Yeah, absolutely. And you also have to be able to just decisively do things and then move on. So I think you do both those things really well. I would agree. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Give me another positive. Another positive thing? Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I got one. Oh, you do? Well, why don't you go first? Then I'll well, the, it, it kind of plays off on the later, leadership thing is I, I like to serve. Yeah. I like to serve people. I, I'm always one. Like I hate sitting when other people are working. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, it it more than once, mom has fussed at me because we'd be at like a banquet event and I'm not the speaker or anything. I'm not up like front, mm-hmm. and, but I want to help the people that are serving. Yeah. So I'm looking around going, you know, that poor old guy, you know, he's, he's carrying that tray. So I'll go over and I'll say, sir, can I carry the tray? And most of the time they're like, oh no, I don't think that's a good idea. They're looking around at their supervisor going, uh, this, this may not be a good idea, but I'm like, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Let me just hold the tray and then we'll knock this out. And then they're taking the plates off of the tray while I'm just following them. And mom, awesome. mom is like, what are you doing? <laughs> She's probably so embarrassed. Right. Like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, big whoop. I'm helping yeah. the guy, the poor old guy. Like, give me a break. I just, I like to serve. Yeah, that's fair. And I, that's also something that I've noticed that plays into the whole like positive interaction thing. It's like, if you see something that needs to be done and it's like, I'm not really, there's no harm in me jumping in to help this person. So why not? You know, why not? Exactly. I feel the exact same way. That's cool. Uh, Mine is something that I did not notice until I became a father. And that is, I... Really good at changing diapers. No. Well, (laughs) yes, but no. Uh... If there's a competition for that, that's cool, and I'm not entering. No thanks. No thank you. Um, uh, I think that in terms of um, how adults act as parents, and this is true of my wife as well, by the way. Uh, It's part of the reason that I fell in love with her and married her, is I am really, really playful Mm. in terms of like the way that I interact with my kids and with my wife and it extends to everything too i almost have to like pull it back so that i can be a little more professional sometimes because it's like wanting to come out and it's not like practical jokes it's more just like 
I'm going to do whatever weird thing I feel like doing, whatever strange thing. It's like not super socially normal, but it's hilarious. And so, or I think it's funny. I don't, I mean, maybe you guys can tell me if some of y'all that know me, if you think that what I do is funny, that would be good to know. I, I think it's funny. I I'm think it's dad. funny and I'm not going to stop doing it. So, but please don't. But I've noticed looking at other dads, it's like um, some dads are very stoic, as we know in the South, like very uh, reserved. And that's not true for everybody, of course, but I feel like there are a lot of people who are raised to be that way. And some dads are awesome. You see them playing with their kids. You see them interacting with them, giving them their full attention when they're talking to them. And one of the ways that I thought, uh, or I guess I didn't think about it because I didn't realize this was going to be a thing until after we had kids. Um, The way that it's manifested in me as a father is that I love just playing but in kind of a weird way with my kids. So like the other day at the store, Edith started walking like a duck and I started walking like a duck right behind her. Nice. We're in public. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, this is awesome. I'm going to do it too. See, I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Because it's like, who cares? Like I'm having fun. And it's not like she was walking in front of anybody who was pushing a a cart. It's just, you know, we were just being silly. Right. Which I, th- I think is important in life. I would go so far as to say that. One time mom and I were in a store, and I think you were even involved in this, if you remember it. Mm-hmm. But uh, for every item, she was like calling it out in the grocery store. And I, if it was not like a glass jar or something like that, I was throwing it. <laughs> and I was throwing it pretty far. Yeah. I mean, and, and she was like, you have to stop that. And, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm really having fun. Like, this is really fun. And I'm not throwing anything breakable. If the box of cereal hits the, you know, the Cheerios is not going to bust open. Right. It's like big, big deal. So she took off. She went to another aisle. And I said, just give me part of the list then. This will be fun. Yeah. And we continued to do it. And even I think one of the kids, maybe it was MC, was like, Dad, that's really high. Like, you got to like tone it down a little bit. You got to dial it back. If I'm remembering the same thing you're talking about, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Which, by the way, I should have been like a wide receiver or a tight end because you made us all really good at catching things by throwing things It's to important. Us. It's it is. important to throw I agree. things and to catch things. I'm doing the same thing for my kids because I feel like that's important. And that's a skill that I never would have thought about. That is awesome. That is awesome. In the comments, leave us down there uh, things that, that you would say are your own personal strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, we're curious to know. And also know that these are things that we can continue to grow. Like even our strengths can get stronger Mm -hmm. and our weaknesses can be diminished. Like you mentioned earlier, a little bit of road rage. Yeah. And I, for whatever reason, it's fine. But for, for, for whatever reason, I no longer get mad when people pull out in front of me. I am jealous. I mean, because I figured, well, I'm just hitting the brakes a little bit. Big deal. You yeah. know, I, I've pulled out even if it was accidentally or what have you. And I have to really be careful in my old truck because, because it, it so, takes so long. That, <laughs> I mean, anytime it I takes go an out hour in to get traffic, to 60 miles an hour, you know? I am I am causing someone <laughs> to hit the brakes. <laughs> That's fair. I it's think if I drove happens. a slow car, I would have to change that too. So something else for me to work on yeah. for sure. But leave that leave that in the comments. We'd love to see that. Uh, continue to subscribe, like, share, possibly become a patron. That would be awesome. Our next bonus issue is going to be talking about if we could change one thing about ourselves. What would it be? So maybe it'll t- even tie into this podcast. It probably will. You never know. Do you have to push the button on the thing so that we can do the 
the thing yes i did the thing now we can do the thing i don't i don't know what i'm what i'm doing here oh, we're figuring it out yeah, it's fine I'm just pushing buttons or something like, something like that guys thank you so much for listening uh, i've been hearing a lot of really positive things from people about the podcast and we appreciate it thank you so much well we have the best podcast listeners in the world yes we do you guys are awesome we'll see you next time